Welcome to the Love Girl Talk podcast. We're here to confront our deepest doubts, celebrate our dignity, and offer softly to land. We invite you to cozy on up with your favorite cup of coffee and share in our sisterhood of self-worth. And as we chat, remember, you are enough. You are worthy. You are loved. Welcome back to the Love Girl Talk podcast. I'm your host, Julie Larkin, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Shannon White. Shannon, have you had any good cries lately? <laughs> yes, I'm crying right now. Oh. How are you, Julie? Are you sad to be with me? Is that what you're saying right now? Are you kidding me? We're crying out loud, Shannon. No, no. My goodness. Well, if you couldn't take the hint, everybody, <laughs> we're going to talk about crying today. Believe it or not. We were uh, sitting in a meeting the other day and our director of operations, Jess, was like, I have a topic for you. And she said crying and all of us were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. We were like, are you trying to send us a hint, Jess? Yes, right. <laughs> but... Um, a lot came from it. I feel like we chatted about it for a while. We talked about, you know, why do we cry? Why is there's like weird, strange culture around crying? Is it a weakness? Is it a strength? Anyways, I feel like we all had differing opinions on it. Um, so here we are at Breakdown. Yeah. And I think it was also fun. And we'll share some of these stories today. It was just fun that immediately we all thought of these different experiences that we've had with crying. So they're kind of fun. Yeah, so let's let's dive in, Shannon. All right, well, warning, there were no tears shed in the making of this episode, <laughs> but there may be more of an openness to tears after listening to the episode. I was going to say, no tears yet, right? Oh let's God. do it. Let's do it. Well, I think when we first started talking about it the other day, um, my like first, the thing that came to my mind of my story of crying is um, my senior year of nursing school. I think I literally cried for the last month to two months, like every day, all day, eight hours a day. Oh my gosh. Long story short, you just have to like pass a bunch of these tests. You have to pass at a certain rate, which is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not a test taker and Mm. all of your like worth and value is wrapped up into, do I pass these tests or not? Because, you know, taking tests has to do with being a nurse. But um, (laughs) anyways, I just remember being a hot mess express because I had like this pretty much full-time job. I was studying like crazy. I still had all my classes. Everybody's getting jobs and I'm still applying for jobs. And I, I'm not, I don't think I'm great with words, especially when it comes to when I'm upset and when I'm overwhelmed, like vocabulary just shuts off. So literally all I knew what to do was to literally cry all day. And I just, as much as it stunk and like it did totally eventually become a joke. Like I, it was awesome in that so many people like then knew to take care of me because I, I couldn't vocalize it. I couldn't say it, but they were like, Oh, like, 
Shannon's got it bad. Like we have to help her. Like, how can we help her at work? How can we take some of those responsibilities away? How can we help her at home? How can we make sure that she gets enough sleep? Like, how can we let her know we're praying for her? Like, that was awesome. So even though it stunk, (laughs) like a lot of good came from it. And even though I think I had a red and inflamed face for two months, like I got it out. Like it was just a thing. Yeah. And I do remember this one time I was like, got to work super early. I was like, no crying today. Like put on makeup, go to the office, get there at 6am, get work done, apply to jobs. And I remember this person came in and, um, they looked at me, they're like, Shannon, like you look beautiful today. And they saw me with makeup on and like, I don't know how long, like saw me as a functioning human. And then once they said that, it was like, Oh my God. Like, and then just like crying again immediately. Anyways. Oh my goodness. I love very, that. Very you long story. Beautiful Shannon. I was going to say, I have seen you in tears multiple times over the years. And I got to say, I do love your beautiful crying face. It reveals so much of who you are for real. Gosh, that's good to know. I'm a good crier. I'm a good crier. <laughs> There's some ugly criers out there. So, there are you some know. ugly criers out there. Not in girl talk though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Do you, wow. But that is very powerful. It, it, your story of your senior year just reveals a lot of, I think, what what crying reveals, you know, and I think there there's a lot of different types of crying, a lot of different tears, um, which maybe we don't think about normally. And I feel like you have the, uh, you've got the girl talk and the medical expertise. So can you shed some light on that? What do you think are the, the different kind of cries that we have? Well, there's like just your baseline basal tears that just like lubricate your eye, like whatever. But I swear it always... You get like the little tear out the side of the eye, like the most awkward time when you're like, could it be crying? And then it just like leaks down. You're like, no, it's, it's nothing. I think it's the air. It's the pollen in the air. Right. Exactly. Seeing that that would be your reflex cry, like Mm. pollen coming into your eye, wind, whatever you're chopping onions. Again, I feel like those things always happen when you like need a good cry and it's like, I swear it's just the wind. It's just the pollen. And then there's our emotional response, right? Like, your response to a range of different emotions, whether that is insane fear, awesome excitement, Mm. you're super joyous, you're wicked sad, like whatever it is, your emotional response to all those things. Mm. And um, I knew that Julie Larkin inside would be like, oh, I wonder like how much more women cry over men or men cry over women. So I looked it up for you. Well, to be to be clear, I wasn't wondering how much women cry about men or men cry about women, but how often women cry in comparison to men, right? Of course, of course, yes. yes. I mean, I'd be curious about the other statistics too. <laughs> so, in the United States, apparently, women cry on average three and a half times per month, compared to men who cry one point nine times per month. Yeah. So I think it's fascinating that men's number is not zero. And I think it's fascinating that the women's number is not a hundred because I think that's like the stereotypes of both. Right. Sure. sure. Yeah. So 3.5 compared to 1.9. Interesting. Okay. So three point times, 3.5 times per month. And for us women and what, what comes out of that? Like what, 
do do we get any benefits from crying? Is it just this awful situation? If we're an ugly crier, what happens? Like, what do you think of the benefits, Shannon? I think, well, we know, like, it helps us to regulate those emotions, whatever they are. And like I was saying, I think it allows us to get support from others. It is a great communication tool, (laughs) even though we may not think of it that way. And it gets rid of pain. Like I remember my mom always says like, breathe in the good, blow out the bad. And I think that, you know, that's what crying can be too. And overall, like, sure, it excretes hormones, lifts our mood, improves our mood. And overall, it is just simply a human response. It's just something that humans do. Yes. And I think sometimes those of us perfectionists around or aspiring uh, non-perfectionists, what does Brene Brown say? I'm I'm an aspiring good enoughist. Is that what she says? Sure. So you're type A and I'm type B. That's what I got. Sure, out of it. sure, 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 sure. Well, just keep that on the down low. So in terms of like our human response, I think that's so powerful to think of, especially with crying, because if we don't want to reveal weakness, right? If we want to always look like we have everything together, everything's perfect, there's no flaw, there's no problem. I think crying kind of exposes that, right? But when, at the end of the day, when we look at it, to have tears doesn't mean that we're weak or that it's an inconvenience. It's really just a human response. And the the big example that stands out for me with crying is um, this time that I, I went away for a weekend a couple years ago. I was staying with a bunch of friends. We got a, this adorable Airbnb. It was this cabin up in the mountains. It was precious. You would have loved it, Shannon. Actually, why weren't you there? I wish you were there. We should correct that this situation. Anyway, I got at this house with a couple friends, and it was raining all day one day on the weekend. So we we're like, okay, let's like, find a good movie to watch. So I don't know who decided to pick this movie, but we ended up watching The Shawshank Redemption. So if anyone has seen this movie, you know it is tough, tough stuff. But also, I love that you say if anybody's seen this movie when this movie is literally on like TNT every day. All the time. Oh my gosh, Shannon. I've seen it. I'm seeing it. I'm there with you. Keep going. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Your favorite movie is Living Private Ryan. Some women or men may not have seen The Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. Anyway, so I had seen it. Actually, I don't know if I've seen it at that point. The point is, I was watching this movie, getting through the whole movie. I'm on the couch with all my friends. Fine, 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 fine. The credits start rolling, and I have that that little tear in the corner of my eye, and then boom, I am bawling, like uncontrollably crying, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? I step outside, I'm standing on the porch, busting out these tears, and talk about a human response, clearly it revealed, okay, I think there was like something going on inside of me. It was not just the movie, right? Did the movie spark that? Yes, absolutely. Human suffering, human pain, redemption, all this beautiful stuff. But it definitely, I think, just pointed out for me that there were some things going on that I was struggling with and I don't think I had identified them yet. So it allowed me to realize, okay, I need to like figure out what's going on. And then it also allowed my friends to check in with me, right? Of course, they were right there. Well, half of them were laughing. But the other half came over <laughs> and were like, Julie, are you okay? And it was, it was a very sweet moment. So that is my embarrassing story about crying for you. We all have one. We all have one, for sure. It's true. 
I love that it started with the basil cry, just one tear, and then you poured. <laughs> Definitely poured. Well, I just think it's so interesting, too, that we all, like, I'm sure, tell me if I'm wrong, in that moment where you like, no, don't cry. Keep it in. Keep oh, it in. 100%. Don't leave. Don't do it. 100%. Yes. Yeah, that, I feel like every time I cry, that is the narrative in my, my head. It's always like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Fight back the tears. And I don't know. thing is like the more we say that, the more they're going to come. Right, right. And I I don't know why, but I feel like up front so many of us just have this hesitation. Like, and I don't don't know what it is, but it's there. It's real. We want to fight back the tears, but inevitably the thing I take from it is the tears will always win. Yes. Like they will always come out. Yes. well, like, because I think they reveal the deeper substance, right? Sure. I don't know. Sure. That's my thought. No, I think you're right. I think you're so right. And But it's also like that for every type of cry. Like, whether yeah. it's like, I'm embarrassed, mm-hmm. I'm stressed, the movie cry, the breakup cry. I remember even seeing, like, my brother get married. Like... It, like, him and I, we're not, like, super, super close. It's kind of, like... I was like, he's just my brother. Like, he's my bro. Like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I would never expect myself to cry on his wedding day. And then once it happens, it's just like, oh, like it just comes out. Like, and it, and you're just like, don't let it happen, don't happen. And then it just happens. But um, I always think of it as it's just always so unexpected to me. It's yeah, just yeah. it just always happens in the random moment, the random time, and. Every time I cry, like I just say, like I'm leaking. Oh my god! And I think I learned that from the Grinch when he's crying for the first time, and he's like, "What is this? I'm leaking." Anyways, so leaking is what I call crying. I love it, and I love that you're saying it. Just it, there's a hesitation to fight it back, but the tears will always win because, yeah, it reveals something deeper. Even if it's the happy tears, like at your brother's wedding, it's like. Okay, the reality is your brother's getting married and that's an awesome good thing, right? So you're you're experiencing experiencing it with him in that sense of of joy and your tears reveal that. Right. For me it's it also crying I think can give a sense of relief and um that that touchstone of healing and just again like the revealing of that and if we're not crying does it mean we're not healing? No, not necessarily. We don't always have to cry, but I think in those moments that we do there is that sense of relief, you know, like when I cried at the, at the movie, I was like, poof, I, I had to get something off my chest, you know, so yeah. there was, um, another cry that I had when my brother told me he was getting married. I was, I was young. I think I was like 12 and he told me he was getting married and I was like, Oh my goodness. And it was so many mixed emotions. Right. But it was like that right. first step into, okay. And, and I'm so happy for this. I'm so happy to have a sister-in-law for the first time yeah. and just revealed again, something deeper. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think, I think with that, it's kind of like data points, right? Like, crying can just reveal um it is data points I think that you can it's it's like a graph like your emotions are just kind of going up and down Mm. and then when you cry like I think you just got to say hmm like what was that telling me right then like it's it's very I and I think some of us don't even think to look into it and that's fine that's your prerogative and I think sometimes people do put the data point on the graph and they're like, Oh, 
I cried because this happened and they kind of do the math behind it. They see what was adding up. Like when you were watching the movie or they see, you know, where was I not taking care of myself? Oh, that's why this happened. Um, I don't know. I think that's what we're saying with data points. And I always think of my friend, um, who always says like, just put a pin in it. Like just, just, you know, whether it's a good day or a bad day, she's like, put a pin in it, save it for later, use it as a data point. Um, and I think I, I try to do that a lot with crying, Mm. right? I cried last week and my pin was, Oh, I haven't slept. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I haven't slept. I'm trying to do too much. And I'm just literally exhausted and I'm frustrated because I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. I can't get things done because I'm exhausted. And my pin was, you need a good bed. Like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. need to sleep like every other human being does. Again, <laughs> so. the human, the human reality. Love it. Right. But, um, I like to think, I, I never really thought of this until we talked about like, what is crying? Why do we cry? And I think my own, what's that called? Um, Reflection, takeaway? Like hypothesis. Oh, love it. What is your hypothesis, Shannon? I feel like crying is some type of measurement marker. I feel like we all have different barrels of like, this is my barrel for joy. This is my barrel for sadness. This is my vulnerability. This Mm. is my... And I think once that pail gets filled up to a certain point, you cry. Like, I just feel like, you know, I can be happy, but once I get super, super, super happy and that is filled up, the tears come. Or I feel like, right. And even last week with my tiredness, like my, my tiredness pail, it was, it was filling over. I was exhausted and it just happened. And I think we all have different markers for different things. I think some of our buckets and pails are bigger than others. Um, so I think that can kind of explain like why I always cry at funny cartoon movies compared to somebody (laughs) might cry at a war movie. I don't know. Yeah. But I I think that, yeah, kind of like what you were saying with data, data points. I think that it can also be a measurement marker of like, oh, this is getting to be too much or too little. For sure. For sure. I had that moment at, at work. I was so embarrassed. This was a couple of years ago. And I was just, so many things were piling up on my plate. It was like the the pail, the bucket you're talking about. I was just filled to the brim. I had so much to do and I felt like I could not handle it. There was so much going on. And, you know, my my sort of boss comes in and just adds one more thing and I just let it out and I start crying and I was so embarrassed. And later my boss boss comes in and he was so sweet. And he's like, your, your homework for tonight is to go get ice cream and hang out with your roommates and watch a movie. And I was like, Oh my gosh, so sweet. As long as it's not the Shawshank Redemption, right? That would have been (laughs) double whammy. I always wondered where people in business cry. Like, you know, like healthcare, it's so stereotypical. (laughs) Like you just run to the med room, you run to like watch Grey's Anatomy. She always cries in the clean supply. Like, (laughs) Where do people in business cry? Well, if you have an office, you can close your door and cry in the office, I guess. I don't know. We should ask people on the metro on your way to work. I don't know. Yeah. Now yeah. everyone's working at home. You just cry. Yeah. You just cry all day. I've, only out of my six years of nursing, I've cried twice at work 
And it's never been over a kid. It's always over an angry parent. (laughs) (laughs) That's my sensitivity. Oh, my goodness. I also think that tears can be really touching, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're... If we're sharing a story with a friend or, you know, revealing something vulnerable, even if we don't think it's particularly significant, I've had conversations with friends where I'm sharing something that's just true to my life and they start tearing up and I'm like, oh, wow, like that's, that's really touching that, that they cared about me enough in that moment to tear up and vice versa. You know, I've definitely teared up as friends have shared things with me where I realized, oh my gosh, like they really went through something incredibly difficult. They really went through something very hard and and this is my authentic human response to their situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it, to bring up our favorite word, like that crying and sharing a cry with somebody is wonderfully vulnerable because yeah. you're just like, this is my most raw and authentic self right now. And here I am and you're here to support me and I'm here to share. Um, and I think it's vulnerable for the person who is sharing, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's also very vulnerable for the person who's accepting that cry and who's being the shoulder for that person. Right. Cause yeah. sharing is this awesomely courageous thing. And I think, um, when you're the person listening to the cry, like you're committed, you're sitting there, you're staying, you're the shoulder. Like that's, that's huge. Right. And I think when we cry with our friends, like those tears kind of just melt away any wall you had built up for your friendship, yourself. And it just kind of leaves you both in a vulnerable state. And I think I could say the friends who I've cried with, like I'm, I would probably still consider most of those people like a very good friend. Yeah. Cause it really is like a window into a heart that, you know, not many people get to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think if we allow ourselves to cry in front of someone, it's, it, it reveals that we do trust that person and we do have that friendship. And then if it is the first time we're crying in front of a particular person, it, it, I think it opens a whole new window into that relationship, right? Where it's, we're going deeper, we're becoming vulnerable. And I love what you said. If you're that person listening, if you're that shoulder to cry on, you're not going anywhere. Like this, you cannot just jump up and leave that couch. You know, you are, you are committing to sitting and, and being there. And I think it really just deepens, beautifully deepens the friendship. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, Julie, my burning question for you. Yes. Your next cry. If you could choose anywhere where it's going to be, where do you want to cry next? If you could choose, <laughs> what's the perfect environment for your next cry? Um, my wedding. <laughs> That's where you want it to be in front of people with a beautiful face. Just kidding. Yeah. That would be rough on the makeup situation. Let's see. It would. It would. Um, my next cry. Do I get options? Is this multiple choice or is this, is this a freebie? All right. Do you want to be alone or would you rather be with somebody? Depends who it is. Ugh, me. <laughs> How about on the podcast together? <laughs> That's where you want to cry next? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. That's not my choice. I was just thinking we could include that as a multiple choice. I could definitely make that happen. I can make you cry. You're not going to make me cry. I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Um, I would say my next cry um, I don't know, by myself at a good movie on Netflix under the covers with Double Dunker Turkey Hill ice cream. 
That's that awesome. is a phenomenal response. Thank you. And you, Shannon Ann Ann, where are you crying next? I want to try the shower. I um, always think like, oh, crying in the shower sounds so nice. And then I like, I'm crying. And then I get in the shower and I immediately stop. But do you know that you stop? Or is it just because all the water is hitting your face? No, I like, I, I think it's just like an immediate sense of relief. And you're like just blocked out to the world and you have nothing to do but to like be with yourself, be calm, hmm. let it out, but the tears don't come out. So I want my tears to come out in the shower right. once. I will I will hope and pray that you get your shower crashing. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. But <laughs> oh my God, we're crazy. <laughs> well there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> tears are normal. The feelings that come with them are more than valid. And as we sign off today, I want to leave you guys with a quote. My Aunt Carol says this. I'm pretty sure it's like framed somewhere in our Cape Cod house somewhere. But I hope it gives you permission to feel the feels, ride the waves, take the week as it comes. And this is the quote. The cure for anything is salt, water, sweat, tears, or the sea. I should get that tattooed on me because I literally live by that. But I love anyways. That quote. It's beautiful. It's so true. Care for anything right. water. I love it. Shannon, anyways. this has been such a fun conversation. I'm so glad we neither of us struck some tears. We've been <laughs> just theoretically crying out loud. And hope for all of our listeners, it was just fun and also just a little revealing and the best way to recognize, you know our need for tears or what our tears reveal and to really radiate that empathetic response if we're receiving those tears and we're that shoulder to cry on. Well, yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening, everybody, and wishing you nothing but happy tears this week. (laughs) And with every tear you do have, remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Love Girl Talk.